This story contains fantasy violence, cosmic horror, and references to trauma involving denial of bodily autonomy. Welcome back to Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, I set the scene. And the scene right now is... It's 2019. In Blade Runner, the super-rich had all left for utopian off-world colonies by now, but in our timeline we're still stuck with them. Though, Elon Musk did send his car on ahead last year, so maybe we haven't got much longer to wait. Merely Roleplayers has been going for over a year now, and I'm really happy with how far we've come. I've got better at showrunning and producing, and all of our fantastic cast of players have really grown into the format. I love the combination of emotional commitment and wild creative abandon I think we've all ended up developing together as a tone for the programme. And we've done basically all our learning in public, on mic. So I want to take a minute to thank you, our audience, for letting us fiddle around and fine-tune and find the best way to entertain you and ourselves. We're going to keep trying new things this year. I want to try telling some stories that are less driven by action and violence, and see if we can still make those dramatic. Chris McLennan from Codename Mosaic and the Space Jam Continuum podcast has requested a turn in my scene-setting chair, as has Strat. And you can expect to hear a few new voices in the cast as well. And if my very rough guess about timescales is right, it's around this time next year that we'll have pretty much outgrown our original format, and it'll be time to decide exactly what we're going to become next. As you can probably tell from our current story, there's a definite appetite around the table for getting into longer-form storylines. And the playing versions of our real-life selves thing, I think, turned out to be a good way to give new players a running start, but there'll probably come a point where it's constraining everyone's creativity. So there are definitely things I can see us deciding to change, and we'll be poking and prodding at those areas over the year to work out exactly what we want to change them to. And that we isn't the royal we, by the way, it does include you. We, I, want to know what you think of the programme, what you want more of, where you think we can afford to loosen up or change the format. You can do that in the form of a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash merelyroleplayers, or on Twitter at merelyroleplay. Anyway, that's enough looking ahead for now. Let's remind ourselves what happened in the last act way back in 2018, after this from our friends in the RPG Casts community. Cities are hard. They're tangled webs of shadows with someone different waiting to stab you in the back on every corner. Baldur's Gate ain't no different. If anything, it's worse. There's murder in the air, and a name on everyone's tongue that no one dares to speak. The scales of justice are new in town, hot in the tail of an evil cult, but they're going to make him talk. Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn is a serialized fiction podcast. Join us for season two on tftddi.co.uk. The story so far. Something has manifested a protomatter anomaly. What here could be a useful opportunity? You can definitely find out about like the principles of how a protospace drive like the Conclave views must work. You would need to observe more closely and take more readings in order to advance that. And I land on the surface. I feel like I'm in some sort of hallowed hall. Like a lava lamp. Yeah, like a lava lamp. Oh my god. What is this? Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players.
what, 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 do, what does anyone make of this? Because I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Can you take another sample, please, and put it in a canister that okay. I gave you earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad that you gave me that canister. Earlier. <laughs> um, and a little, a little, I've got like so on the, one of the carabiners. <laughs> no, I'm not going to put it in my bum flap. Um, <laughs> it's not where I store things, Dave. I've got a canister like a normal person. Um, so I take one of the canisters that's on a carabiner attached to me that you've basically just like hung on to me. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, just such a... There's no, no respect When you open it, it makes yeah. a noise. And he's like... <sighs> like it's breathing almost. Yeah. And then I just sort of try and... As I reach towards... Because <laughs> no one's so, giving me any information. I'm just going to be like... <laughs> so I reach towards it and I just... Touch it with so, my fingers. As you unscrew the canister mm. and you start to move and like mm. lean, a floor appears under your foot as you move forward. And it looks like it's sort of like wriggling and mm. struggling against something and then forms. So that there is effectively like a walkway extending to where you want to go. Mm. But it, it, it's, it's weird. You mm. get the sense that it didn't want to do that for you. Okay, so it's kind of struggling against itself or something else. Yeah. So I'm very gingerly walking forward on this pathway. I'm just sort of like pottering forward, <laughs> keep looking, like getting closer and closer towards the the, the, the nearest mass that I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I as I get close enough, I reach up and start trying to gently coax some of the stuff because I don't really know how it's going to interact because <laughs> I've saw her poke it with a syringe, but it's like just trying to sort of like coax it or scoop it into the again it the the globule the lava lamp globule of it's got like a like a rainbow oily sheen Mm. to it and in the same way as the walkway forming it makes this kind of like shuddering movement Mm -hmm. shuddering vibration but moves and without you having to touch it a glob of it Mm -hmm. breaks off and floats into the canister Guys, I think I'm actually controlling it, or it's letting me control it into the canister, and I, I quickly screw on the lid, or put on the lid, I don't know, they have screws in space, who knows? Um, this space canister, I quickly seal the space canister, and I'm guessing it's got one of those little view viewing slots, so you can see it, and I hold it up and I look at it so everyone else can, and then I, I, I clip it back down. It's, it's not behaving the same way as the lava lamp globules. Mm-hmm. It's um, shuddering and its surface is becoming sort of um, flat and cracked and then spiky like a yeah. plasma ball. And then it's sort of constantly like reforming and shuddering inside the canister. I don't know if I should keep it in. I feel I feel like maybe I, I should let it back out. What do you, what do you think? Uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, Alex, could you hold your hand out and think about something you'd like, mm-hmm. like a pen uh, or uh, a, a nice dog? To, to the main globule or the one the in the jar? The main thing. Just the hold your thing. arm out and think about something so you like. So I, I, I close my eyes and I envisage the Christian Bale gift. <laughs> and I just hold out my hands. Who is Christian Bale in this galaxy? Uh, I feel like he might be your co-star on Conk Screen. <laughs> yeah, he's your co-star on Conk Screen. Co- co-star on Conk Screen. Uh-huh. Beloved co-star. And yeah. what, what, what species 
is this Christian Bale? Uh, this species of Christian Bale, he's exactly the same as a GIF, like exactly the same. <laughs> is he actually a GIF though? That's his. That's his species. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he is, is a GIF. Is a GIF. Yeah. That's, that's all he can do. Amazing. Yeah. GIFs are yes, species. Yes, yes, yes. So that's he, exactly what he, he is. He's just this head that can yeah. just make this one expression <laughs> over and over again, and yeah. he's inexplicably popular on Kong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes. In a, it's like Holly from Red Dwarf. It's yeah. just a head. It doesn't intru- he's done, but, he's, he's but it's just a head Holly. going. It's going. Okay, and when you say you close your eyes, do mm-hmm. like physical barriers come down over your lenses? No, it's just well, a closed I... eyes emoji. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like literally, you just see you just see these two little like it looks like someone going. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> so like 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 so like someone going to sleep almost. But I'm closing my eyes as I would as a human, and of course, like, I don't obviously I can't I yeah. don't have eyes, but but the 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 little screen still pick mm-hmm. that up. The the glob shudders shrinks to this roughly the size of a human head mm-hmm. and the features of Christian Bale <laughs> like press for almost like uh, her face yeah. is like pressing at the inside of a balloon yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, it, and it it looks like it's oh. it's making that face yeah. but it it doesn't look right it yeah. looks like it's in pain uncanny valley slightly yeah and it looks like it's you know it's trying not to be born from this thing oh oh i don't i, I so I, I instantly like think go back to your original form <laughs> and, and it's, it's just gl- a glob again did you did you see that I made Christian Bale gif. <laughs> that is astonishing. Is that you would choose that <laughs> of all the things you could have chosen. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I think that is a, a testament to his uh, to his skill as a gif. Okay. Look. <laughs> Do you think this is how we upgrade our ship, though? Drive in. Oh, and make some wishes. And just wish for it to happen. It doesn't seem super stable. Uh, we could try. I mean, well, this would probably get us into where we need to go. I don't think it would get us out again, though, because we could probably get one special jump out of it into the core of the Conclave's black hole system. Oh, it would be stable see enough whilst we're in here. It would jump us in. Because I don't know how we get out, but because the whole grand plan problem is that we need a special ship in order to get to, get to the core. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would stay stable enough to get a jump. Not one. I think I think we're better off with me trying to reverse engineer from the matter. So you want to keep Alex's canister and bring that in? Yeah. Vote? Crew? I mean, I, I, I don't know anything about this. So I, I, I'll say yes. Bring it in? Bring it in. So I, I start... I, I think we should retrieve him. <laughs> we start pulling the crank in. It looks mm. dangerous in there. Yeah. So I start going back and we're like, this is very undignified. I can do this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a hand crank? Why is it a hand crank, Dave? It's a very old ship. Um, Alex, yeah. please roll alien. Uh-oh. Because you have just stared unblinking. Into the abyss, effectively. Oh, cool. Okie dokie. So I'm going to roll this. It's plus one alien. That is a Ooh, 13. 13. Ooh. Ask wow. a question and the abyss will answer. <sighs> Any question? Yeah. yeah. How can we use this matter and keep it stable? How is the What is the best way of utilising this matter? There must be some system in this structure, whatever it is, mm-hmm. habitat, ship, alien there must be some system in this structure that is allowing you to shape the protomatter in the way that in, mm-hmm. in the way that you are 
because it seems like from you can surmise from the fact that it was seeming seeming to be resisting that there is some sort of system of control in here mm-hmm. and that if you could find and either take or reverse engineer whatever that system is then you could use that to harness proto matter and make a drive out of it okay so you see some more exploring them so before yeah. we yank you out yeah i say i say stop <coughs> stop stop we stop would, my- we, would we be quicker to drive in there oh my god dave <laughs> Um, I I un I unlatch myself. Oh, no, I can't. No, I can't. I say, look, you've got to give me more slack. I've got to do more exploring in here. There's something in here that controls the 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 matter. But oh god, it's so huge. And I just I just jump and start using my thrusters to lift up to see if I can see anything like above or around, so I can get a higher vantage point. As the thought occurs to you, and as you voice it, it's so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the floating globules shudder and spread flat and form surfaces and you are now standing in a room i look around at the room i frantically flick through the (laughs) the viewfinder yeah it's featureless Mm -hmm. but it's no longer huge if only there was a way in which i could interact or interface (laughs) with the system i think out loud (laughs) interesting Um, space master has not prepared for this (laughs) A control panel appears. Uh, it has like human operable levers and knobs. So I, I, I sort of gingerly move towards it, and I know that I can interact with technology and electronics. So a little finger flips up, and like some cables come out, and I sort of start meandering around, seeing if I could sort of plug in anywhere. It's like trying to put in a USB but you can't even see the USB hole. Do you have to, do you have to just put it in and it doesn't work? Turn it off, yeah, turn, try that, it doesn't work. Turn yeah. it back around, then it works. Yeah. yeah, but I'm doing that everywhere because there's no holes. I'm like, so in space there is no runway up, so that's even worse. So I'm, I'm, I start sort of gingerly touching the, the buttons without pressing any of them to see if my interacting with them uh, helps at all. I'm like, guys, if you can see what I'm seeing. If anyone has any, any ideas about where I should start, We can see you do. giving that control panel a real good time. That's what we can yeah. say. I'm, I'm just trying to help here. I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to get it off. <laughs> so maybe... Just... Push the buttons. Push them. Roll Push calculating. Roll. That's going to be unfortunate. That is a six. The object groans and shudders, uh, and a communication starts coming through to the Wren from the station, and it's patchy, uh, but you can hear the voice of Krillin. Singularity. The event horizon it's crossed. It's falling in. The thing's going in the black hole. (laughs) Uh, You've 30 space minutes I set a timer for 30 minutes So that I know how long I've got Wait, Uh, what's happening? Did they just say we're going into a black hole? uh, It sounded like that No, no, they said this is going into a black hole We're not going into the black hole, it's fine So you, you, you confirm with your own instruments And you can see that, yes, this item Mm-hmm. was sort of spat out of the protomatter anomaly and that put it on a trajectory towards the black hole and it has just started to cross the event horizon and you're going to have to take whatever you need from it 
mm-hmm. in the next half hour before mm-hmm. it falls in the black hole and is lost. Okay. So how's the old communication going there, Alex? Um, not very well. Um, <laughs> and you discover from a, as you mm-hmm. as you prod at mm-hmm. the control panel that it seems to just be like it's like a prop. Oh, it's just it looks like a control panel, but it's just all solid. Like the knobs don't turn, the buttons don't press, the screens don't light up. There's <laughs> no the sockets don't do anything. Okay. Uh, I say we just scoop up as much as we can and get out of here. No, we need hold, to hold on, hold on. Try. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm for once with Ellie on this. <laughs> um, we need, we need to find. We're, we've seen so close. Um, what questions should I ask it? Uh, well, what was the thing that you sort of wished for a minute ago? Was that there was a way for you to communicate? Yeah. Well, how about um, just um, like a like a manual mm. that 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 shows how it works? We don't need to talk to it. We just need no. to know how it works. The system that controls the the matter how does how 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 can i control the matter roll alien that is an eight the abyss will answer but it is hungry oh boy (laughs) you're gonna get so you're gonna get you're gonna get your answer yeah but you're gonna get some questions back okay the abyss stares back into you let's play out how this mm-hmm. happens because uh, you, Alex, have been uh, attempting to kind of interface and interact mm-hmm. with this kind of unknowable force. Mm-hmm. And this is the point at which your meddling hits you and it and it pushes back. Mm-hmm. So you get an answer to your question, which was, how do you control it? How do I control this matter? And the the answer that comes to you, how do you think the answer comes to you? Is it like in kind of images or is it like words? What I get is this flood of binary... Um, like Schematics. Yeah, schematics, like zeros, ones, like blueprints, like all of this stuff at once. Like it floods my system. I feel like, oddly enough, as as an epileptic, it feels like I'm basically about to have a seizure. <laughs> um, which so um, Is it like robot crack? Like you've OD's? Yeah, basically. Um, not that I've done that, I hasten to add. Um, <laughs> it's just like crack. It, I've never done robot crack. Yum, yum, yum. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's just like a weird like flickering of images like happening all at once, uh, like a rotoscope of all this that happens like instantaneously and it starts to like I start to sort of like spasm and shift and like not really know what lose start to lose control of what I'm doing. Um and the answer uh is sort of summed up and like your brain your robot brain processes mm. it as the yoke. The yoke is how you control it. And that is the thing that you have just had, mm. like all of these schematics in your head, uh, to either identify when you see mm-hmm. it, or to potentially, uh, if you could somehow get that data out, to mm-hmm. maybe create. Um, what was your lowest moment? My lowest moment is when I came round from the uh, the operation to transplant my mind into the new body. And I was expecting there to be a rush of elation as I looked upon my new form and would it would fix all of the problems that I had in my life, only to realise that I looked ridiculous. And as someone who is quite proud of my appearance, it was an instant like hammer blow there. But then I also realised that I couldn't taste or smell or... I could feel touch, but it was like a, a an electronic static. It was a new way of interacting with things. So it was just all of this, like a huge loss and a gaining of, of nothing that I wanted, like two huge losses, 
both um, for, on my ego side and also like the physical side. So that was the lowest point, like the nadir for me, because I was like, what am I going to do? And what faint hope do you still cling to? That the process can be reversed. So as as your vision clears and uh, your your brain is once again able to mm. process like actual data coming in, yeah. you see that uh, you're no longer in this featureless room. Mm. Uh, you are floating in mm-hmm. the in the vastness of the inside of this thing, and uh, in front of you, uh, a globule of protomatter has formed itself into a completely grey and otherwise colourless, mm-hmm. like like a like it's sort of a plastic mould, but otherwise perfect replica of your body, <gasps> like my old one. Yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> Oh, that's so harsh. <laughs> so I'm just staring at it. That's what happens when the abyss stares back. Just staring at it, and I just, I, I sort of reach out and, and hold it. And this is a really emotional moment for me, Dave. And you just giggling away Sorry, there. Ellie giggled. <laughs> I think she thought you were going to kiss yourself. <laughs> I just, I just had a very clear vision of you, like, slow dancing at a school disco with your former body. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> just give me okay. a really gentle cuddle so yeah I'm... that's basically what happens is yeah. I kind of hold it to me like yeah like someone you've not seen in a long while but it's just yeah I'm very much lost in my own thoughts and were indeed world Do we kind of are we because we've got the comms? Up, do we um, do we hear what he's heard about and Yoki stuff? Is that uh, no, I think it's his hair. Do yeah. you see anything? I think. I see? Do I we th- see the body thing? Do we see? You all see. That? You see the body thing. I think his. I think the feed cuts out oh, for okay. a bit. Mm. It's just it's overwhelmed and it's overloaded while mm-hmm. he's getting his answer. So you it goes blank and um, how do you all react when it just cuts out and goes staticky uh i'm immediately like pressing buttons i'm like banging the connection. monitor <laughs> what's going on <laughs> bang, bang, bang. and then it clears and there's just and you can just see this human form but in like featureless gray in front and you see alex's arms come into shot and like pull it close that yeah. is weird i think i look away like this isn't something that i should be watching <clears throat> oh god I'm just going to start slowly pulling the crank. <laughs> <laughs> just winding him back in. I think we do need to get him back in. I think he needs to get out of there, guys. Oh, He's clearly having a moment. <laughs> it's like you've gone to a party and your mate's got too drunk. And you're like, no, it's time God, to go. Take him, get him out. out. Get him in the taxi, boys. He's done. I mean, I'm sure he's pulling the body oh, in yeah, no, as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all coming in. As you re-enter the... The gill hallway, mm. it decoalesces mm. back into globular mush, and you're you can no longer hold on to it. It's not solid; it just yeah. slips through your arms. Oh, mate! There's there's nothing on my eyes. It's just static. Oh. Uh, the structure that you were exploring is now well on its way into a black hole. Yeah, can I check my timer? How long <laughs> do we uh, think that roughly took? I think it's. Got. I think it's already like the the bow portion of it, the front portion of it is is already uh, crushed or like beginning to like spread out, be spread out and squashed and spiral uh, Mm -hmm. the the 
event horizon uh, around its disc. It's getting disc. spaghettified. It's getting spaghettified. Mm, yeah. Oh dear. Um, so the, there's there's portions of it that are still intact, um, but I think your time is down to like ten space minutes. Ten space the, minutes before the whole thing is consumed. Oh god. Oh, that's not a problem anymore, is it? But we don't know. We know nothing. Do you think it is going to be a problem? Well, we might need the thing that we haven't heard about yet. Okay. Let's ask Alex what happened. Alex, it went black. What happened? So much. Like, I, it made me remember some awful things. But the yoke. Yes? The yoke. The yoke. The yoke. The yoke. I need to... I was given an awful lot of information, but the overriding message was the yoke. I need to... Is there somewhere that I can download all of this stuff in my head it feels yeah, like you're it's still, too much you're still plugged in so I will reverse the polarity and uh, and get that download on the go okay so I basically direct you to the correct sort of files where it's stored in me noggin and um, you can download to your heart's content yeah I can find the files thanks well the yolk's the middle right so let's drive the ship into the middle and see what? if the yolk is there no wait yolk like an egg or yolk like the thing you rain cattle with don't know. Don't care. Driving in. <laughs> don't do why that. Are we, why are we going into the thing? It's going no. into a black hole, isn't it? I don't Shouldn't think we, we should out? go towards it. I, no, I, I David. I, I think, think now's the time I think to we've get got out, the Dave. information that we need from the downloads. Okay. Bing. Push that button. <laughs> yes, Captain. And I point the ship away from the black hole and punch it. Okay. Uh, have you got a destination in mind? Away from the black hole. That's a good starting point. Far enough away that we're not getting sucked back yeah, at all. Yeah, good idea. And then I just set us to cruise mode and we just cruise mm-hmm. along whilst we work out what's going on. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to broadcast towards the station and see if anyone replies. Yeah, you've got comms codes for the yeah. station, sure. So we uh, just fire out a message. Uh, I think Rukuk2 answers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, who wants to talk to him? I'm really bad at this sort of stuff, so I would not advise myself. Well, you're supposed to be the charming one, aren't you? Yep, sure. Hi, Rukuk2. <laughs> Good start. Greetings. Um, so... State your business. Well, we've just been in that thing. What, what, what did you want from that thing? And could we give it to you for money? <laughs> so charming. Slick. And then I wink. On <laughs> <laughs> comms. Can you see you? Is it video comms? We usually had video comms. Yeah, you yeah. 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 it's, on the, it's on the view screen. You killed five of my men. No, no, I killed nobody. <laughs> Rakuk too. You lost control of your creature. Ooh. Uh, well, not mine. She's <laughs> sleeping now. Don't worry about her. Um, Vicky, can <laughs> you... In the background, like, what? <laughs> can you hear this? Yeah, I've already coloured in one, don't worry. <laughs> Preemptively. <laughs> well, um... Okay, are they dead? I'm sorry. Um, that was a mistake. As you, it clearly wasn't planned, was it? You know it wasn't premeditated. As you know, we're good friends. I've My ship is from your son-in-law, I think. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-sons. <laughs> yes, I believe you still owe flackery for the ship. Uh, just a little bit of it, yeah. A little bit of money owed. 19 payments worth, I believe. As well as a favour for towing you home when you were drifting powerless in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for reminding me. Uh, so, yeah, sorry about the killing. That was absolutely an accident and my bad. Maybe it could work into the deal that we make somehow. Maybe we could take a little bit less money, but still a substantial sum of money for what we got in there, because it's really good. <laughs> Perhaps if you salvaged anything valuable. Oh, yeah, we salvaged loads. Um, so I've got a valuable artifact that is not mine. 
that I'm going to attempt to con him with and say that it came from yes, inside nice. the egg. Perfect. Uh, this is. Your... I'm calling it an egg now. The Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas egg. Yeah, and the trinket is a Christmas tree. <laughs> I love okay. the Guardians of the Galaxy like troll doll vibe yeah. on this. But it's like an actual, it's a full size normal Christmas tree from somehow from Earth that has been transported I think to there's, Earth there's be, in the hall. It's just been in the corner yeah. of the lounge <laughs> of the Wren the since you got it. Yeah. Basically a pop It's just always been there, just this Christmas tree. And <laughs> I've just clocked that it looks exactly like the thing and being like, there we go, this is it. All right, roll slick to con Rukuktu. Okie dokes. Um, great. Here we go. That is a six plus three, which is a nine, which it will work for a while, apparently. So I think he fully believes that it is from the place. Like there's there's no suspicion on it. He's not like, oh, what is this thing? For now. For now. So so it's going to hold for this negotiation and for Mm -hmm. this payday. Mm -hmm. But later down the line, they're going to realize realize it's been had. (laughs) Yeah, I think that makes sense. We anticipated there being valuable, rare, exotic salvage aboard that item. There is. Look at this. Salvage that the core conclave knows nothing of that we can sell with impunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. We will take it. Bro, um, I'd say it's priceless, this <laughs> tree. <laughs> we will pay fair price taking into account the loss of my own assets. Mm-hmm. But they, they weren't... Yeah, okay. <laughs> they were not the highest quality, it is true. I'm glad we're on the same page, Racky Boy. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, Racky Boy. <laughs> Doesn't even verify his mail. <laughs> the, um, so this is your ship payment mm-hmm. move. Yes. The Ooh. mission was... A resounding success. <laughs> how how yeah? How difficult? Was it? Yeah. How difficult would you say the mission was? I don't really know what the mission was, so I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, if it there's just the fact that it involved going into that place, yeah. I'd say really dangerous because it yeah, could it have definitely destroyed Alex. <laughs> yeah. Would you? So the 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 options are safe, risky, dangerous, deadly, lethal. Deadly. Mm, no. What's not... lethal? What's the difference between deadly and lethal? So dangerous. You're entering hostile or dangerous territory, risking life and limb. Yes, yeah. that's one. That's that's yeah. okay. Because the, the other ones yeah. are like deadly. It directly involves violence. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 it's just risky. Lethal is like your targets will be prepared, ready yeah. for you. A, de- a dangerous okay. environment. Okay. Yeah. In which case, it's uh, you're not adding anything. No. It's just a plus zero. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the effect of the hostile reception of mm-hmm. you guys having killed Rukuktu's dudes, mm. it means that you're rolling at disadvantage. Oh. Um. So I take away the highest, oh, yeah. man. leaving us with five. Okay. Every time we get stiffed. <laughs> you get a raw deal. Yep. So you either just get one option off the list, mm-hmm. or you get two and mm-hmm. something bad. I feel like you're already kind of set up for something bad, yeah. so you I could think just we roll just... that in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I think we need... Repairs is one of... No, not repairs. Um, maintenance. Can we do that? Can we rub one of those off? I, I think we definitely should do that. that. I don't know if we should maybe get an upgrade to the ship. Yeah, let's upgrade the ship. Let's get a... Shield? <laughs> yeah. Shield sounds like a good idea. Why not? It's we quite not boring. Yet. No. <laughs> okay. yeah. I think shields are worth having. Okay, cool. We could have done with them last time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so We're rich. And something bad's definitely going to happen. Great. Yeah. It's all fine. 
Yeah, I think even before, like, they've launched the, like, the shield module off and to it's us. sort of winging its way to you and it's just going to sort of slot into the socket on the Ren mm-hmm. and activate. But, like, almost before you've even dropped the call, Rukuk2 maybe has, like, scanned the item that you're giving them <laughs> and has worked out, wait... No. That item. No, bye. <laughs> yeah, cut comms. You, cut, you, you do that. Bye. Let's get the split out of here. Amazing. <laughs> and I just drive. Under impulse drive, or are you going to go just, drill just, No, just normally impulse drive, just driving out of comms range. Where are we going, guys? What's... Yeah, what would everybody like to do? You have uh, Alex is downloading. Vicky has been getting slightly emotional at being called a creature. Yeah, not cool. Well, and you know, reminded of the fact that I killed five human beings. Um, they might not be human beings. Or living things. Uh, and uh, Ellie, obviously, lots of secrets of the universe are starting to be opened up to you. Well, I'm just sat there silent with little bars <laughs> to show <laughs> the d- d- downloading process on my eyes. And I'm examining the data as it's coming through. I'm going to go to Vix and I'm going to say what he called you was not cool. And what you can do is awesome. But try not to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> At inopportune moments. That's my advice. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Great. See you later. <laughs> Ellie... Can you please roll calculating as you yes. analyse the data? Yes, I can do that. Can I have any special... Can I... Can I? <laughs> you get you get the benefits of your expertise. Yes. Okay, I'll do the choosing more or less thing again. Bam! Ooh, nine, ten, eleven. Amazing. My first Ooh. decent roll. All right, Ooh. so you get to ask Sometime. four. Four questions! What? One. Where do we go? Question two. What do we do there? <laughs> uh, what should I be on the lookout for? Uh, can you elaborate? What sort of? What am I looking for in the data? Oh yeah. Um, so you're you're trying to decode a schematic for something you can build out of this, right? Based on what Alex has, like the little fragments of what Alex has said, and based on what you can see of the shape of the data that is coming through, like it seems kind of alien, but like filtered through his robot brain, yeah. uh, it is in a comprehensible form and you reckon that it is a, you're, you're looking out for the shape of a machine that mm-hmm. you can build to harness protomatter. Uh, how can I best end this quickly? I.e. get to a successful point of being able to build the thing. Uh, you need Vicky. Okay. As somebody who is already... Like, tapped exposed in. to, tapped mm. into protomatter. Who... She, she can be like a shortcut. Yes. I suppose this maybe answers this question as well. Who or what here could be a useful opportunity? So, sort of a couple of ways of answering that. Obviously, like, there is a useful opportunity to both get what you need in terms of getting the drive working and also help Vicky, potentially. Like, mm. learn to control and channel what she's going through. Yeah. Um, but also, like, this data and this machine gives you the opportunity to get inside the structure and fulfill your obligation to sin and finally who or what here is not what they seem Ooh, going through the data from alex's sensors Mm -hmm. you find something in there that is not part of it's 
like you're getting a download of like lots of his sensory data. Yeah. So as well as the actual dump that he got from the abyss. Yeah. You're getting a load of other stuff like before and after as well. Okay. Um and personal stuff. Well, just like general observations and you real you realize there's an anomaly in there that points towards the cliffhanger of part 1, which was that there's a listening device on the ship. No, oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, there's a device on the ship that is broadcasting your location and possibly even your communications. But now I know that for sure. Yep. Right. I'm going to <laughs> going to write a message <laughs> on a piece of paper or something <laughs> and hold it up that says there's a listening device on the ship on the ship. Act natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the cargo bay. I'm going to go down there. I'm going down there. Look at me go. Just you. Uh, I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take Alex. Okay. Because I think if there's some technical mm-hmm. like squashing to do, that you'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So we go and we we find it. It's like a teeny weeny little mm-hmm. metal dot that's been put over one of the rivets, so it looks just like it's the head of the rivet. I know, Cunning. sneaky, sneaky. Um, so you are going to use your skills mm-hmm. to deactivate it without um, arousing suspicion Mm -hmm. with the people who put it there. So it will basically... Okay, shall we replace it with something that broadcasts, like, fake news, like uh, false information? Because it's currently tracking us, right? Yeah. So what we do is we re- we backwards engineer it so that it sends it on a completely so it starts like different, feeding, yeah, yeah, yeah so it sends out the wrong information yeah. and also if it's a listening device just static so it's not like so they'll think that the, <coughs> that the listening mm-hmm. capabilities have conked out but they'll be like oh we can still track it then. yeah okay yeah let's do that that sounds like a thing that you as a technician could do yes mm-hmm. I think this will be calculating yeah if you're not really under pressure this is more about like you have yeah. to can I help. Uh, you can roll stalwart to try and help, yep. It's at minus one. <laughs> okay. See if you're more of a hindrance. Pretty it's a hindrance. <laughs> Mark a fail. Uh, your sensors pick up uh, Rukuktu's personal ship on your mm-hmm. tail. It's faster than you, so it's going to catch you. been listening to merely role players you can look us up wherever you find podcasts on twitter at merely roleplay and at facebook.com slash merely roleplayers reviews and kind words are all very much appreciated and we hope you'll join us again for our next episode I'm cutting that. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> He's never said that before. We've said some heinous things. Oh, that was pretty <laughs>